Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of praise morning Bible study. We're so glad you can join us. But before we get into the word, let us take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for what you have done, Lord. We just thank you that you continue to only do good things in our lives, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your written word, Lord, and that you also speak to us as well to give us full knowledge of what you're truly trying to speak, talk to us about, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your Holy Spirit and that he leads us into all truth, Lord, and that there is no lie in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study and discussion the word of in, in the book of Acts. Uh, this morning we are moving forward in chapter 17, and we'll be covering verses 10 through 15. So can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. <clears throat> All right, I promise. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went to the synagogue of the Jews. These are more fair-minded than those of Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scripture daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was preached by Paul at Berea, they came there also and stirred up the crowds. Then immediately the brethren sent Paul away to go to the sea, but both Silas and Timothy stayed there. So those who conducted Paul brought him to Athens and received a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him with all speed. They departed. Mm. Amen. So, floor is now open for each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And, of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. I just find this so funny to read about these Jews that are chasing them from city to city. And the question I would have is this. If it was so important that they be in the synagogues and teaching the people the right way to worship God, how can they be doing that if they're uh, riding camels through the desert chasing Paul, Silas, and Timothy. And then further, and they're supposed to be the peacemakers, and they said they wanted peace for Israel, and they're stirring up a mob and a crowd and a group of rioters. It can't be both. And the Lord was reminding me of, um, even in my own life, I'll go, boys, you need to do this, you have to do this, and this is what mommy and dad said, and this is what the Lord said. And the Lord just kind of like taps me on the shoulder and is like, and what are you doing? I'm like, well, um, <laughs> is that so? I'm doing the work, Lord. I'm doing what you asked, Lord. And he said, no, actually, in fact, you're doing the exact opposite. This is what I said to do. This is what I asked you to do. And you're over here off in the weeds thinking you're doing such a great thing. And it's <laughs> and you look baffled every time your dad and I come to you and we're like, uh-uh. That's not it. And you're I like, would get indignant but I'm, and go, but I'm doing it right. I'm but I'm doing, doing the asked. will of the Lord. You are convinced that you're doing his will. But when you go, when we bring it back and say, you misunderstood the scriptures. 
get the plank out of your own eye, then you can see to help your brothers with the speck in theirs, right? Man, we I could just build a ship with that wood. <laughs> we could just boil it fleet. down to yeah, that. Sometimes, yeah, oh, yeah. But you know, again, that that's also like when we we talk about the Word of God. It's not just recounting stories. It's not just observing what other people do. It is holding the mirror in front of our own face so we can examine ourselves and structure our lives, form our lives, get our lives going in the direction that the Lord wants it to go. So when we stand before our Heavenly Father, we can receive that well done. When we stand at the judgment uh, that Christ will be um, getting, you know, completing and carrying out, that we'll hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Enter into my rest, not depart from me. You work of iniquity. I never knew you. You know, I don't want to hear that from him. And when we are outwardly focused on what so-and-so is doing, what someone else is doing, you can count it, be assured that you're not focusing on what you're supposed to be doing. Now, I'll tell you, there is, you know, as a parent, there is an obligation that you have, especially while your children are still within your household, of providing that oversight for them and watching what they're doing and guiding and correcting. But that's about the extent of it, where you look and you can look outside yourself and go, this ain't right, this blah, blah, blah. Mm. With that measure and that standard where you're ready to punish all disobedience, that's punishing your own disobedience when your obedience is made full. A lot of times we, many, like to forget the second half of that scripture, which is, and be ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is full. And so if you, even if you look at it from that perspective, when you're perfect, right, exactly, then you can get your finger out and point at other people. But since no one has arrived, pull it back in well, and get back to work only on one, yourself. And that's the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> only one at Jesus Christ. And he's seated right now at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Um, but most of that, and 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 I, I'll say this again, when you read that scripture, be prepared to punish your own disobedience. And, and this is why I say that. That's the key. Jesus said, if your eye offends you, do what with it? Pluck, Pluck it, out. it out. It's better that you enter into the kingdom maimed than you take your full body into hell. You got two eyes going right into hell. If your hand offends you, do what with it? Cut, Cut it, it off. off. Chop that right on off. Because it's better for you to enter into the kingdom with one hand and maimed, or one hand, one eye, depending on how rough things are for you, than it is to take your whole body into hell. <laughs> you guys, you're trying to hold in their laughter. But I'm, and I'm saying it in a funny way, but that's serious. And we want to judge other people. We want to hold others accountable. We want to chop their hands off. We want to pluck their eyes out. But Jesus said, that's not what he said. He said, I know you heard it eye for an eye, but I'm telling you, love your enemy. Forgive, right? So the one he's asking us to punish the disobedience in is yourself. When he said, buffet your flesh, what is that? Take care of you. Punish your flesh if it gets out of alignment. Oh, you're going to be in your flesh? Okay, I guess we don't need to be eating for a little bit. And and as you just pointed out, look at the, I'll, I'll just say it in this way first. It seems to be easier for many when it's some extreme thing. Well, the Lord clearly brought it to an extreme of buffeting the flesh so hard that if that's what's required, it's better for you to chop off the body part that so you can enter into the kingdom. Right. Then keep that body part, and then the entire your entire self is thrown into hell. So you see the extreme 
lengths that the Lord said, hey, if this is what's, what you require to buffet your flesh. To punish your own, your own disobedience flesh. Exactly. so that your obedience can be made full, right? So you can get yourself into alignment. Because again, I won't stand before Christ to answer for what you're going to do, my love. Amen. You do, and likewise. Unless God told me to tell you, right? He, we, we see Amen. in one of the prophets, he said, Ezekiel. if I gave you a word and you don't speak it, their blood is on you. Their failure is on you. Do what God asks you to do, but the judge of all is saying, judge you first, unless, unless you want to be judged, right? And you guys, yes. that's Which, a, a But it's also why you see the, I desire obedience rather than sacrifice. Exactly. Uh, like, Lord just desires that your heart's towards him, that you just, because you love him, demonstrate that through your obedience to everything that he says to you, for you in your life, and teach others to do the same for theirs, mm-hmm. right? N- not that it gets to that point or that such extreme uh, things are required, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when the Lord made that, uh, wrote, uh, spoke that about chopping your hand off, whose hand is doing anything without the right. man or the woman telling you to? It's not over here breakdancing by itself, you know, crawling off. You remember the thing from the Adams family? It's not <laughs> yes. crawling off by itself to go steal or to, you know, violate someone. It's working on your instruction. So that's an indicator to you to get your soul under control. It's not the Terminator putting itself <laughs> back together, you know? No. Nope. And each body part has a mind of its own. No. Right. Nope, your eyeball not is it. not doing anything that you don't tell it to do. <laughs> it's not swirling in circles by itself because it has a mind of its own. It's not looking hatefully or lustfully or um, coveting anything unless you, the, the, the soul man behind it, mind, will, and emotions are carrying out that action. So that was an indicator to go check yourself, get your heart right with God, and then make sure that what's coming out of you reflects his character and his nature. And there are people like we, we have police officers that are there to um, take care of people that are acting wickedly. And we have ministering angels and we have all of these things set in place. But the bigger factor is, guess what? If we were all policing ourselves according to the will of the Lord, there wouldn't be a problem, right? Not only yes. would there not be a problem, but I'll say just, if you can, perceive what the world would, you, would look like mm-hmm. for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I venture to say the rapture has already come. <laughs> We'd be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the new Jerusalem has come down, and you know we're, we're living in a new earth and all of those oh, things. Oh, but he says to bring, fire, but. to bring the kingdom to earth, right? right. It's heaven, you know, as in heaven. as in, so, so that means on earth. That means here now. Here and now. So I'm doing my part in myself to contribute to that heaven. I'm doing what God asked me to do. And, you know, our flesh would deceive us to go, well, I can bypass these five scriptures that you said about walking in love and being merciful, God, because I, you know, I want to help you out by just, you know, getting that person off the earth. Um, and I'll, or, or I'll, I'll I, I sewed the- into this, whatever ministry, I sewed an extra. So, you know, I get a free pass over here. No, just do what the Lord says to do. That's obedience. Uh, what's that? What's a scripture that um, is kind of a, a funny mindset that people have when they're they're talking about arranging a meeting with Jesus? What they really mean they're going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Honey. Uh, so yes, it's a military thing as well, right? Forgiveness is between them and God. It's my job to arrange the meeting. Yes. So they're saying I'm going to kill you right now, and military things. You know, there are wars. 
you know, that is what it is. But when there's malicious intent from person to person thinking, I'm going to do God a favor. I'm just going to help you get up there to him a little bit sooner. God will forgive me. That is absolutely incorrect mindset. So that means, whoa, if you're thinking that, come on back to Jesus, get back in the way with him and purify your own heart. Amen. And go ahead and fulfill those 15 scriptures of love that you sped past. You know, the the whole half the Bible on mercy (laughs) that you sped past to find the one scripture that said you get to judge. Let's fulfill those other ones first. Those those other myriad of scriptures telling you to let God judge. And then and and to and for you to fulfill the love commandment exactly. And then you judge yourself. And and that you know that that's something that we apply in our household. How many times do you guys hear me say, "Oh, is that right?" <laughs> or Dad go, "Really?" <laughs> you don't say. Oh, well, what about all this and this? And, and, and as you said, Layla, Holy Spirit's tapping you on the shoulder. It's like, are you you doing me a favor, right? huh? Ain't well, that something? How about you? You change your favor to you obeying what I said, and then I'll deal with my other children. Thank you. And then notice that I'm not so loud. Then. <laughs> Kind of quite like, okay, if you say so, Lord. Mm-hmm. He said buffet the flesh, not buffet it. Mm-hmm. Not indulge in, in um, violence and uproars and revelries and all that other good stuff. Uh-huh. That is amazing. But, you know, and, and we're saying this and we're, we're, we're kind of laughing and having fun with it. It's a, it's a true statement. And it's not meant to be judgmental, but it's meant to correct our vision and our eyesight. Because it's so much easier to see what someone else is doing wrong, especially when we feel they're wronging us or it's affecting us. And it obscures our vision to see what our role is. What am I doing wrong? Am I doing everything right, Lord? Am I walking perfectly with you? Am I, am I pleasing right. to you right now, Lord? And, and, and by us, you also just being society on the whole. And then that's the community, a human. state, nation, the the earth, right? I mean, you name it. No doubt we can read this uh, this section of scripture, and I mean, I immediately have countless groups and organizations that just within the past few years spring to mind. You're like. Wow, I see the consistency in the trend. Every time uh, you see you see the similarities, every time a group organization or whoever pops up that is against the Lord, against his mm-hmm. his will, his principles and all those things. Yeah. But so but that's that's from what? Is discernment. Now I still have to love them. That is my job to fulfill the love commandment. Mm-hmm. I and I should be praying for them. Mm-hmm. Because I love them. I don't have to love their actions. I, I actually Exactly. Right. I mean that's that's not righteous. Their I can a- hate their actions, but I need to love them. I must love them. And pray for as their a conversion. That's Amen. The, and realize we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's how the same identity, the identical characteristics can go across generations and centuries, mm-hmm. right? In different communities. And it comes out in the same way. They're starting riots in Thessalonica. Really? How come they're doing riots? How many thousands of years later, and it looks the same way, you rise up, you make an accusation, you sensationalize it, get everybody into an uproar, create a crowd and a mob, and you go and break, burn, and pillage. Hmm. Hmm. How can how can that be? Why because are we seeing that in 2020 or whatever as the same as thousands and oh, thousands man, of 2, years, later, years ago? Because it's the same spirit behind it. So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against the principalities. And guess what? Jesus is already defeated. Amen. So all we have to do is enforce the victory that he's already given us. Stay out of engaging in the same behavior. Right? Keep the door closed to the adversary. And... Pray for their salvation. You want to you heap coals? You want to really burn the devil's biscuits? 
Lord, <laughs> go on and bring those people out. Go ahead and deliver them from the bondage. Open their eyes so they see what they're doing. And the rioters become the preachers of righteousness who are living a life of righteousness and holiness to the Lord and speaking when they were once creating havoc and damage and trying to kill. Now they're offering life and providing, uh, offering the a path or, or pointing to people to the way, the truth and the life and bringing other people out of that darkness so, unto salvation. You mean like what we're reading right now as it pertains to Paul? Exactly. Who was Saul? Wow. The chief rioter thought? and the chief murderer. Right. <laughs> you know? He had who, a crew. Who, who's now the, the you know, chief apostle, if you will, or not exactly. the chief, but you know what I mean? Like an apostle of Christ. Exactly. Like, and, you know, just make this a little bit more present day for us. I remember looking in, you know, like around 2020 kind of thing and the riots that were popping up. And it was like the same crowd of people were busing themselves throughout the country all doing the, the same country. thing over and over. Start a riot in this place. And they're yelling and, you know, doing all these things. But it was the same handful same people. of people the same group of people and they chartered a bus to ride around or, they might have multiple. took some airplanes you know they had like um bricks and Molotov cocktails and all that other kind of mm-hmm. stuff they were using but they went from place to place to place starting the same riot so you you think that's what paul was doing saul before he became paul that's what he was doing trying to get people locked up trying to kill people trying to um create tumult and these riots and all that stuff and look what god did for him so instead of us going we hate them we need to take them down why don't we pray for their conversion why don't we ask the holy spirit and the blinding light of god to go into their lives and reach them in their beds or wherever they're going you riding on the road to go start another riot reach them there jesus in your mighty name and convert them just like you did for saul of tarsus because we serve the same king jesus we serve the same lord and and Savior who wants, who did that then, who wants to do it today, but he needs us to open the door for him. But if we're opening the door for the adversary because I'm too busy fighting against you because I don't like the way your hair is today. I don't like the way you said that prayer. I didn't think you should have done it that way. Or I'm yielding my flesh to the adversary. How will God have that opportunity? No, you're throwing a right. I know exactly who to pray for. Hallelujah. Thank you. You just put a target on your back for the salvation of our King Jesus to come to your life and your door. How much more are we supposed to be doing that, taking that route and using that method to destroy the works of the enemy rather than trying to destroy people? Jesus mm-hmm. died for them. Whatever state they're in, he died for them just like he died for me, just like he died for you. Well, again, go, let's go back to the love commandment, All right? Luke 6. Um, but to those of you who listen, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you bless those who curse you Mm -hmm. and pray for those who mistreat you and just say the those of the faith Mm -hmm. he said love your enemies Mm -hmm. there is the love commandment Mm -hmm. amen we have more scripture on loving (laughs) on love as as the believers on how we're supposed to behave on loving why wouldn't forgiving and restoring than we have on judging and punishing well because god is love so that would only make sense that says nature is character and key attribute and amen and in the midst of all of the the riotous living that i did i know i didn't throw flaming bottles of and bombs on people but I tell you what, I sinned against the Lord as, as best I could at the time. I put my full effort to it. That's what I mean. <laughs> I didn't pull any any punches or any, I did exactly the sin that I thought I wanted to do at the moment. And yet my Lord loved me. Amen. His blood was still already shed while, while we were yet in our sin. 
Christ died. So then. If you, you can forgive me, being the chief sinner. Amen. I, I can under, I relate with Paul on that. <laughs> like, there's, there's no man. big sin, little sin to the Lord. Exactly. I, if you go back to Revelations, flip on back there. It says not even a liar or anything that causes a sin is going to enter mm-hmm. into heaven. So if that's the case, I don't have time to fiddle with my little sin. What I would try to deem as a little sin, quote unquote, little sin, and then compare it to their big sin and think I'm doing better. If I needed Jesus, I need him on on every regard. And so do they. Mm -hmm. So does anybody, whoever they is, whoever they are. It doesn't really matter whether it's a brother or sister in Christ, someone who's already named the name of Jesus, who's not acting becomingly, or it's someone who has denied Christ for the time being. No one is beyond Christ's reach. Amen. And that's the ultimate love is to pray for their salvation. And he did it for us. He is willing, ready, and able to do it for you if you are willing. Amen. And it doesn't take a lot. You pray to him. You have a conversation with the Lord. Amen. And we agree with you. Amen. And we'll stand in faith with you. And we are standing in the gap for you. And keeping you in prayer, as we do many uh, partners and, and many of those around the world that the Lord puts on our hearts and that write in or email us with prayer requests and praise reports and things that the Lord is, and share what the Lord is doing in their life mm-hmm. and in the lives of those around them. So we encourage you to do the same. Amen. 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 Just begin that relationship with the Lord first. Amen. So we can also rejoice not just now with you, but also for eternity in the kingdom. And with that being said, let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for your compassion, Lord. And we thank you for the mercy that you've shown to us, Lord. We thank you for the forgiveness that you've shown to us, Lord. And we freely offer the forgiveness, the compassion, the mercy to others, Lord, and the love, Lord. Mm -hmm. We willingly serve you, Lord, and lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters and even those that aren't part of the kingdom yet, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord, because we know that any word that you've spoken to us, you'll make it good, Lord. And we have no fear of shame or loss, Lord. Because you're able to honor and you're able to save God. And you're able to restore. So we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.